Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. It's Wednesday, everybody. That means it's podcast night. So, I think we're around eight weeks out. From the New England Powerlifting Championships, November 11th and 12th. Hope everybody's training strong. Everybody's healthy. We're looking forward to seeing everybody. And we have a guest tonight. We've got a very special guest tonight. One of my training partners. <laughs> Someone I've become very fond of since I've uh, started lifting here. Dynamax Noah Doe. Everybody's become fond of. Absolutely, definitely a fan favorite. You got his name up on the board. He is well on his way to being an elite 148. Uh, pound powerlifter. So thanks for coming. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, real quick before we get into it, um, we got to give our uh, thoughts and condolences to the victims in Vegas. Absolutely horrendous. What happened yes, there. our thoughts are with all of the families, the responders, the people in the hospital. I guess did work miracles at that one particular trauma center. Yes. So. Did you see that there was a? I think it was a marine who. Stole a stole truck, a truck and loaded it with victims. Thirty people yep. to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. things like that happened, and people ran towards the gunfire instead of a way to That's help. That's right. People. So. A lot of uh, a lot of unsung heroes there. But so our thoughts and prayers and everything are with them. That's him. right. Yeah. Alrighty. So Noah Doe. Yeah, we'll be yeah. right there, dude. One hundred forty-eight pound wrecking machine. <laughs> um, what are your uh, what are your what are your best lifts right now? What are your best meat lifts? My best meat lifts: uh, three forty-two squat, two. I think it was like two twelve or something like that. Bench. Forget how the kilos work out. And uh, on the board, four oh seven, four oh seven pull. These yep. are all raw. Those are all raw. All very raw. Uh, I've seen you pull four fifty-five. Yeah. I witnessed that myself. We will uh, we'll be seeing big things from you in the future. Absolutely. I see five hundred one really in the neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure coming. that'll get you fired up. That's coming. Yeah. But what, especially <laughs> once I teach you how to pull sumo. Yeah, that's <laughs> on the calendar. All right. Um, so I first met you here in Dynamax before I guess before Dynamax before anything. What was uh, the Noah Doe childhood like? <laughs> oh man, uh, grew up mostly a single, or uh, you know, I didn't have a sibling till I was nine. I just uh, like to get dirty, I guess. Ran the show. Yeah, climbing trees. Yeah, getting dirty, playing with Legos. You know, always trying to find shit to fix and break to take apart. Yeah. In you sports or anything? Or yeah, I played soccer, soccer, uh, lacrosse, cool. track. Yeah. Um, I've always been into fitness, but never did anything like powerlifting never. until about a year ago. And right. I think he's thinking, or probably committed now, to becoming a trainer. Am I right? Yeah. 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 I'm taking a prep course right now to uh, take the CPT exam. Um, hopefully in four to six months. So he's going to be on board here, folks. If you're looking for a trainer, that'll be great. Um. So prior to. Oh, so, all right. So you grew up in Biddeford too, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah, Prosecco Biddeford. Prosecco Biddeford. Gotcha. Yeah. So right before, or I guess what I should say is, I think one of the things you're known for, Dynamax, is you're the recovery warrior. It's yeah. A very. <laughs> uh, it's inspirational having you around. You're. Uh, is it off the wagon or on the wagon? I'm like, on the wagon. On the wagon. <laughs> you're on the wagon. Yeah. And Dynamax, from what I understand, helped you. Do that. Absolutely. Um, I when I started coming here, I managed to put together the most time ever in my life uh, that I had ever been able to be clean and sober, and it was absolutely uh, because of coming here, training with guys like you, and Chandon and Eric, and just uh, you know the fellowship of uh, of everybody. It's like a camaraderie that happens when you come in here and you bust your ass, and we all suffer together. And, that's right. You know, kick our own asses. Um, that was huge for me, yeah. It's a level of uh, holding people account accountable, too. Yes. 
yeah. you stop showing up for a couple of days <laughs> and you start getting text messages yeah. and phone call phone calls out the wazoo yeah everyone's blowing me up yeah much much appreciated you guys are my family so I guess one thing you obviously so right before you came to Dynamax you had to get yourself out of a hole hmm. I guess is how I would put it what was the hardest part about doing that oh man I think the hardest part was just um, self care, like learning how to learn how to love myself. I guess I think that's where uh, that's where working out came in for me. Where it came to the rescue is also kind of a drug in its own because you know those endorphins are rushing. I'm getting high from the exercise. PRs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I hear that a lot. Also taking care of myself. And uh, that taught me to learn how to respect my body, um, and and treat it treat it well. And it took you know took better care of me. So previously, you were not exercising before a year. Uh, nothing serious. Yeah. I'd lift you know a little bit here and there, but no nothing, structure. No, okay. not really. Just fooling around. This guy's got you some structure, huh? Yes. Yeah. I never like. I think before I came here, my biggest bench was like ninety pounds. You know, I didn't, you know, and I didn't squat, and I didn't, you know, I didn't really deadlift. Um, and now you won the States, haven't you? Main States? Or in New England, didn't you? Did you for your weight class? For my weight class? Yeah. I got, for my first meet, I got third. Oh, okay. All right. But well, first meet, he played third. Like three months yeah. at that point. And I, now it appears you've got a, a following of your own. Yeah, you I see. You training. Got a uh, team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You. Shout out to my boys, uh, Tony and Dorn. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. They jump when this, I say jump. This guy's developed his own following. That's right. It's fun. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah, watching those guys grow is yeah. incredible. They've got uh, definitely a ton of potential between the two of them. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, absolutely. Tony is He's built a like a brick shit yeah. house, mm -hmm. and... Doran is definitely he's got the right frame to be a hell of a power lifter yeah. with some uh, with some work. Yeah, definitely. And they're showing up. I mean, I, I wasn't sure I'd be able to get you on the podcast tonight because <laughs> the past two Wednesdays you've it's been busy. showing up and we start. Yeah. So we yeah. usually start these podcasts. It's you know seven fifteen yeah. uh, p.m. right now. You know how how late would you guys lift him? Dude, no, I mean when we have an intense, we have some intense leg days, man. I mean we wouldn't leave here till. There's one night we left at like 10.30, quarter of 11. Oh, a, whole, just, a whole leg night? Yeah. Cool. Just, kick, just kicking ass, man. Nice. And, uh, yeah. These I think if we had a board out there for most referred members, C. Dalts will be the leader. He's referred more people here, I think, than anybody. No oh, kidding. Yeah. yeah. In, a short, in a very short period of time. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love bringing people here. Just I, like, I appreciate it. Love very much. the joy. Yeah. You know? So you have a very... Uh, a holistic approach to your diet and your nutrition. Yeah. And I can't... Did you have that pre-Dynamax when you were still struggling with stuff? Were um, you still kind yeah, of... Like, I, it seems to me that that almost... That was pre... To me, it seems like that was pre-Dynamax. I've always been... I've always kind of had that intuition part of... Uh, I guess... Knowing that there is something more to balancing your life than just what you eat, but just also like how you eat it and uh, the connection you have with your food, and um, it's just it's a sa it's like a sacred thing to me. I guess it's kind of always been there, and it's been sometimes more, sometimes less. You know, ebbs and flows. So it was a little before Dynamax that I started uh, started school for uh, holistic health coaching. Um, but coming in here and training and like learning from you guys, like I need to eat a lot more than I was, and you know, need to eat a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a game changer for me right there. Did you weigh less than one forty eight when you came here? Oh gosh, yeah, I weighed like one thirty. And are you full one forty eight right now? Right now I'm at like one sixty. Oh, okay. I'm kind of like a fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy one. Well, I think it's a good way to train. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you you blew yourself up pretty good. I yeah. know you were uh, proud to be filling out those t-shirts. <laughs> I was. Good, I was. Good. I lo I lost quite a bit of weight and it was horrible and I felt so weak and uh, I just don't ever want to go back there again. So I've just been eating like a madman. Really? I have to because of my work too. Yep. Yeah. You're still hardscaping? Yeah. How did you get into that? Did you do that in high school? No, I actually I found that job through a uh, 
a men's group in a church that I used to go to. <clears throat> I was a cook for a long time, and I wanted to get out of that. It's Kitchen not, lifestyle. Yeah, it's not a good place for someone in recovery. So, oh uh, yeah. Um, I just asked a guy if he. I said I need a new trade. Do you know anybody? And he referred me to this guy Ken. And Ken was like, well, I don't usually hire people that look like you. <laughs> All covered in <laughs> tattoos and big holes in your ears, but let's give it a shot. And uh, and I loved it. I mean, I worked my ass off. That's been a number of years now, right? Yeah, six. Six years? Yeah. Wow. Going on seven, yeah. I just assumed that you did it in, like, vocational school or something like that, because it seems like it's something you're pretty passionate about. I am. I just, I like working hard. It's, um... Busting ass. Yeah. I mean, I'm out at work lifting literally, like, thousands and thousands of pounds of stone, and then coming in here and lifting a bunch of weights, yeah. Doing the same damn thing. Yeah. It's see one of my favorite things about lifting with you and just hanging out with you in general. It's pretty obvious that you are passionate about everything you do. Yeah. It seems like there's not too many things that you're gonna say I don't care about that. Yeah. If you're doing it, you're gonna give a shit about it. Yeah, it's 110 percent all the way. Yeah. Uh, other than so you've obviously been filling a void, um, something bad bef- before you were lifting. You're filling that void now with lifting. Yeah. What about other hobbies and stuff like that? Do you, uh, I know you cook a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I you work a lot. Cooking. Uh, honestly, right now I don't. I don't have much time to do any more than you know work my program, stay sober, um, study. Yep. And, For the training. And, and yeah, yeah. And, and, and train, and that's really that's actually where I want to bring. That's where I want to bring all this. Is like um, you know I put my I put my dirt out on the table I put my cards out on the table because it's it's um, important to me to, to not hide and to own my shit really I don't know if I can swear on here oh you can you can say whatever you want <laughs> we don't have own, the FCC you know, own my yet. shit no. and um, and hopefully show someone else like you can dude you can get through this yeah. no matter how bad it gets you can come back and kick some ass that know? was something that I was going to wait till later to ask but because you brought it up what would be something that you would recommend to someone who was in a bad position with addiction like you were in. If you could see yourself right before you came here, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I would tell myself just to hold on and it does it does get better, but nothing works unless, you know, unless you do. And uh, you can try to, you know, do the latest fad workout or fucking take, you know, this pill or whatever, you know, eat this stupid food or do this stupid cleanse. Nothing is gonna work unless you work, dude. Nothing's gonna work unless you're consistent, and that's like what training here has taught me. It's like just be patient, it'll come. And uh, I guess that's kind of you know, if you build it, they they will come type of thing. (laughs) So I know that your uh, your favorite lift is the deadlift. <laughs> Everyone likes shit they're good at. Of course. <laughs> you, uh, I mean, one of the first thing. remember when you first started lifting here, you, like you said, you weighed all soaking wet with your boots on, 140 pounds, yeah. something like that, and you were, st- you were able to rip up 315. He took, were you, I don't know if you were there for this, Maddie, but he took it for a walk. Oh, God. I, I thought I that, that he was going to die. That was 335. It was oh, a PR at the time. So he, t- he lifts it up, and he is just walking backwards. The weight... Yeah. Has got the momentum, and everyone goes to run behind him because the, the jack was there. We thought that he was going to fall yeah. on the jack. In general, when you're doing a big lift, you want to get that jack out of the way. Yes. Um, but you you hang you hung on to it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did. I, st- I didn't see that. Everyone was kind of squatting off in the corner, and I'm just like, I didn't want uh, the the guy that was training us kind of before getting mad at me because I was maxing out. So I just kind of secretly put a little more weight on the bar, and I was like. Fuck it, I'm gonna rip this shit up and I, I saw the 455. I you locked pulled. out a little too hard and uh, started going backwards, but yeah, I held it. <laughs> I didn't fall. I saw the 455, and when you go backwards, I always tell my people you're pulling correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's just. As long as you don't come forward. Once I got above my knees, I just kind of locked yeah. out. So you accelerated. And you yeah. Kept you going. were probably looking like uh, behind you though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was pulling hard. <laughs> I wanted it. Yeah. If you weren't powerlifting, is there another facet of 
fitness that you would be most interested in? Uh, I I loved running before I came here, which is funny because it's like totally the opposite of you know you want to talk five about sets of three or twenty miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think the day before I started training here, actually, I did a tough mutter. Um, okay. The day before you joined. The here? day before I started here, I did a tough mutter. The next day I was in here training with you cool. guys. Um, and like that's like a 13 or 15 mile long obstacle course race and um, my goal was I didn't do any training for it my goal was just I want to do this I want to run the whole thing and not walk at all and I did it and it was, wow. it was a lot of fun just stuff like that I guess it's a good challenge so he, yeah. he definitely has the discipline for this yeah like the, you know an American Ninja Warrior type just crazy crazy shit like that always fascinated me if so you can, if you can continue with that stuff, you continue powerlifting. <laughs> I like being kind of rounded, well-rounded, yeah. you know. Yeah, because there's a level of specificity. Obviously, if you're if when you're in the the, the grind of powerlifting, you're getting extremely specific. You know, there especially as you get closer to the meet, you may only be doing the big three right. plus some stretching and some basically like mo mobility-ish type workouts to uh, to get yourself warmed up. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to go through like a quick little timeline and the extent of what you want to get into is obviously your discretion. But so around a year ago, we first started hanging out, clanging and banging here at Dynamax. Yeah. We all did a meet. There was a great, uh, great group of us. Uh, we trained through it. We trained through another meet. And then after that meet, the group started to taper off. Yeah. Um, and I know for you, that meant tapering off all the way off. <laughs> <laughs> I fell all the way off. You were back <laughs> off the wagon. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're obviously back now, but I guess without, you know, go into as much detail as you like, whether it's a lot of detail or not much detail, but could you kind of just explain to me going from powerlifting to back to the bag of habits to back to powerlifting? Oh, man. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think like when things wound down, <clears throat> That was hard for me. It definitely threw me out of my routine. Um, did you feel? Did you get kind of the post meet blues type of a thing? Yeah. Is that kind of what started it? I it is. It so. is a letdown. Yeah, I was for really bummed because I really, I had uh, a huge goal in mind. I wanted, you know, my second meet in within a year of training. I wanted to have the state record deadlift at one forty eight. Um, what is it? It was. It was only like. 458 or something like that. You'll soon have 460. And, um, you know, I had pulled close to that in here. And uh, I got really paranoid about not making weight, so I, like, cut a bunch and got, like, really weak and totally tanked it. And I was probably, honestly, like, the most disappointed in myself I might have ever been in my life. I what do you mean when you when you when I missed when I missed that lift? I got 456 off the ground, yeah, but, but I hitched. dipped a little bit. Oh, they, hitched, they didn't I, give it to I you. Dipped, I ground the shit out of that, okay. and I would not let it go, and I should have. Yeah, because it killed you. Yeah, it totally tapped me, and uh, so I mi I missed that, and I knew that my goal actually isn't to stay at 148 because if I'm gonna get as strong as I want to get. You know, I've, I was you probably need to be like a 165, or maybe even like a light 181, or I could see so you. Uh, that would be, thank you, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I just want to say real quick that that meet was tough for the whole gang. I yeah. mean, I bombed out off my bench, pressed all. Th same idea. I yeah. think it's almost more frustrating when you make the lift, but you're called on a technicality. Yeah. Than just completely messing the lift. I like, yeah. Like I getting stapled. I looked it. over at Chris and kind of like spread my arms, and I was like, "What the what the fuck?" Yeah. You know? And he just, you know, he said, sorry, I wanted to give it to you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we were all, I think we all walked away from that with certain stuff. We were like, okay, I need to work on this. And we all just kind of spread out. Um, and I got, you know, I've, I've been suffering with depression, you know, my whole life. And uh, I think that just came at a, at a time where that hit at the same time. The lows kind of stacked up on yeah. top of each other. The low right. with the depression. Perfect storm. Exactly. Yeah, I fought it for a while. I mean, I remember kind of talking to you guys. Like, Mike stayed after a workout with me for an hour, and I just let me bitch about how shitty my life was and how I was, like, hated my job because I was working a different job at that time. And uh, I, just, I just held on too long and um, didn't ask for help. And... Uh, 
was off and running, man. It was it was insanity. It was, it was definitely the worst uh, the worst bout I've ever had. I blew through all the money that I saved up in you know the like nine months that I was clean. I lost my apartment. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't work. I literally. Well, yeah, you yeah. lost your job because you you quit your previous job to go back to your hardscaping job. Yeah, and then I couldn't start working because I just was like not interested in anything but you know chasing my fix. And uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I wouldn't eat or sleep for like three days at a time, and so there goes that twenty pounds. Yeah. Know? And then uh, you know, got super weak and. Uh, but here you are. Yeah. So just a spot in time, it kinda folks. like yeah, it came right? came to pass that I just kinda backed myself into a corner and uh, it was kinda do or die. And um, honestly I have to I have to say it was like everybody here was a huge like you, Devin, Chandon, you know, Chandon's Chandon's mom I just Everybody here. Like, Everyone was out. texting you. Like, where the fuck are you? I mean, we we all knew your past. Yeah. And when you hadn't shown up for a week, we pretty much put on the Dynamax Amber Alert. <laughs> yeah, and, seriously. And we tracked you down. Me up, you know, and you guys persisted too. I wouldn't even answer, and you guys still kept blowing me up. Yeah, I think I don't I don't know if I sent this or if I said it to you, but I mean, I was at the point where I was getting frustrated, where I was yeah. like, dude, just tell me if you're fucking breathing, right? You yeah. know, tell me. Are you in jail or no? You yeah, know, yeah. are you in the hospital? What the hell's going on? And you did eventually text me back, yeah. which I did appreciate quite a bit. You told me everything that was going on. Yeah. This and place it, keeps you accountable. Yeah, yeah, and they care, like really. Like, it's an. It, one of the last things our previous coach told to us was, "Give a shit." Yeah. About your training partners and watching. I grow. remember him specifically saying that, and it like that really that hit me hard. Like, wow, these guys are really good people. And, um, and yeah, so <clears throat> that, I just had to get my shit together. I lost everything, you know, and, uh, it was like, okay, you know, I had a decision to make. I could either wallow in my shit and stay weak and feel bad for myself, uh, and make fucking excuses and, you know, never come and train again. Cause I was like really embarrassed, you know, and I didn't want to show my face, man. I was all scrawny. Like I'm used to like big trap fucking you know, big deadlift Noah walking <laughs> around, you know, badass, 150 pounds. I Triple I, body weight, everything. Yeah, I think I earned, you know, the, the nickname Swolverine, and then to show uh -huh. my face in here, and I looked like, you know, a 13-year-old boy, because all scrawny and shit. It was hard, and I didn't want to be a beginner again. Yeah, it takes a lot of balls to, to come back after something like that. And I knew it was, I knew I had to, though. Like, this is a part of this is just as much a part of my recovery as working in program and a lot of people don't understand that and like it's not the same they it's leave like, the piece out it's like yeah you, it isn't the same thing well because they um, maybe I'm, this might be a shitty metaphor but they kind of try to take something out where you replaced something yeah so you took something bad and replaced it with something good right. instead of just trying to take out something bad yeah. and having nothing left. I needed yeah I needed to fill that void like you said earlier and so it was like, just suck it up, man. Just keep showing up. And I think I kind of just dicked around for the first week, just kind of getting used to just moving in general. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you when you showed up, you were noticeably smaller. Yeah, yeah. It was, I remember you grabbed my arm, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Squeezing your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I kind of just screwed around for a week. It just kind of got used to moving around again and then um, got Tony to jump on board with me and just said hey dude like you know you know he we had talked for a while before that we never really trained together much and I said you know how I am like you want to you want to get shit done let's let's get together and train and mm -hmm. I said I'll you know I'm I'm certainly not <clears throat> I think I even said like I'm not on the match strong level of being able to make a program but I was like I'm going to give it my best shot, and, you know, we'll see some results. Well, I think just taking the very basic principles of what kind of what I've taught you and from the other pre-made programs and the seminar that we went to that you you, you knew the basics enough. Don't try yeah. to max out every day. Yeah, yeah, that took me a little while to accept. <laughs> it's, you know, really, with the, that Philippines chart, 
you can kind of you can just have that chart and go from there. Yeah. You know, you got a percentage and you got a target amount of working reps. Mm -hmm. Make it work. And you're smart yeah. enough and clever enough. And you, I think a big piece of it is you're not intimidated by making a program. No, and it's intuition too, really. Like you do this for I'm not. I'm still a baby in the sport. Like I'll admit that it's like a year. It's like nothing, you know. Um, but you get this kind of intuition that goes. You kind of learn what works, what doesn't work what feels right to you, what makes sense. Somehow it just makes sense that this is gonna work. And so we have just been busting ass for the past six weeks. It's. I think it's very good that you're taking that role also. I know one of the things uh, Dorian Yates talked about on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I've heard Daniel and Bailey talk about the same subject, is that everyone nowadays has a coach. Yeah. So people don't do the thinking. Mm. You need to, I mean, if you really want to excel, you gotta go do six months of lifting weights, follow some sort of program and then look back and say well that was a big waste of time right. yeah. <laughs> how do we fix it how do we make it better yeah you know and obviously you're going to want to reach out to a coach for mentoring and something but having a coach all the way through you're never going to be able to mentally grow right for a long time i was totally cool with like i liked just coming here and getting told what to do and i remember saying that to oh it was nice i was like this is sick. i was the like, same way you just come here you show up you fucking get stronger yeah it's like magic like all you gotta do is just work i would show up and we wouldn't even know what it was it bench day or squat day right. no idea whatever <laughs> start warming everything it. up yeah. and whatever coach comes we'll we'll get to work yeah and um and now that's like where you know that's where doran is at and that's kind of where tony is at is like they just want to show up. Yep. And he's I have he's sheets. been leading them. I've seen him. I have sheets. You know, we write everything down. I give them shit if they're not writing it down. I'm like, I think Don't it's you great. You fucking ask me what your five by five was last week because that's why I took the time to write those sheets. You keep track of your shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of you know I'm a little bit of a hard ass. You gotta a Nazi, be. But <laughs> I think they like it. They keep coming back. So <laughs> you're very much a hard ass. Not so much a Nazi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kind of look like one. <laughs> Oh man, um, what other than uh, man? This is kind of uh, I'm gonna change questions. So you've trained with me quite extensively, mm -hmm. and this is almost a question more for me. Okay, what would be your uh, biggest criticism of just training with me, my programming in general? What's one thing that you could fix? What's one thing we're uh, looking back on? You know, we've done a full meat prep. Yeah. Um, plenty of off, you know, quote, off-season programming. What's the biggest thing that I could change I'll to give make you, me better? I'll give you two things. All right. One is don't wait, like, fucking 14 weeks to deload, because we all died just about, I think. That was really hard. Yes. Um, what do you think? We all learned from that. Yeah. Um, we all... I, that was ultimately the demise of our last <laughs> meet, is we were... I mean, I think it was... I think it was week 11 out of 12, and then we've, you know, where 11 is basically your 90% week, 12 is your 95 to 100% week, <laughs> deload. so much. And yeah. then you have the meet. And I mean, it was, the, I mean, I think the workout was like six singles, deadlifts. And yeah. we got two, maybe. People weren't even budgeting off the floor. And yeah. that's when, that was the beginning of the... That's when I had that friggin' anxiety attack. Oh, yeah, I sent you to ER. the hospital. Yeah. That makes me still made but you feel bad. But it was because I pulled triple body weight, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I, it's worth it. Whatever. I'll take it. You went until I like would do it again. Borderline cardiac arrest. It was. My mom really thought I was going to have a heart attack. She made me go to the ER. So that and... Um, so that was a couple thousand dollar deadlift. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like a grand. <laughs> but like I said, whatever. I was... I was psyched um, to be able to say that I could do that in like nine months of training. Yeah, that's insane. Fucking, like, I just love it. Uh, and the second one, and I guess this would maybe apply to, like, this applies to me personally, is like, just more, like, make it harder. I don't know, I think. Like, I think, just for me, like, I have a pretty high work capacity. Yep. And so... And I think that's a big reason why I've been able to like just ramp up and get right back to where I left off in six weeks after like not touching a weight for like almost two months or something crazy like that is because like I mean, you're hitting PRs. I have been working. We were working so hard. We were fucking like laying on the floor in between like in between sets. Is this with these guys or with your new crew? With my new crew. Okay. And it's like I I just it's not for everybody though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just. 
I think that comes from like previous endurance training um, is I can just go and go and go which I also need to be told when to slow down which I really appreciate when like you're good at doing that as well <laughs> but like uh, yeah maybe just fucking work work a little harder sometimes yeah because I I think that you can have people work harder without necessarily changing the program yeah by changing up kind of the mentality you know one thing that I always try to push on to the training partners is when it comes time to working sets we're professional athletes don't pay take out your damn if I see you looking at Instagram I'm gonna break that phone <laughs> uh, you're, you're watching, you're treating that lifter as if there's a thousand pounds on that bar. Yeah. Regardless if it's a hundred pound bench or a 600 pound bench, yep. you're just giving the lifter everything. And if you're the lifter, you expect to be treated like right. that. Right, we load their plates, we know their height, we've got fucking spotters on yeah, deck. We're, yeah. yeah, and they're doing it for you. Right. That's part of having, that's part of the team sport of powerlifting, right. which people definitely do not realize. Yeah. From afar, you know, for the people from 10,000 feet that, are, that haven't made it to the gym yet that are thinking about it, they probably think it's a personal battle. They'll start with a personal battle, and then you find your team. And yeah. once you find your team is when the magic happens. Yeah, it really is magic. So, you're not doing this upcoming meet? No. When's the next one? Spring. What's the goals? I'm going to get a little crazy, I think. Um, get that state dead. I don't. What is the state dead for 160? Because oh, I'm definitely oh, oh. going to be in 165. Oh, okay. I will find out for you. I don't know. I thought you were. Um, I don't know. I've, I don't I'm know afraid it's be. well. There's a there's an AAPF record too. We'll find out what it is. That's really the one that's probably more relevant. Yeah. We'll personally, find out. personally, I'd like to get really fucking close to a 500 deadlift. Yep. And I think at 65, I think, I I think you will. I think I got it in me, it, even though it's a short amount of time. You know, I've had naysayers before, like my first meet. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if you should do that, and that just makes me like watch me, motherfucker. Well, I'm gonna do that and more. Um, so yeah, that I'd really like to hit like a 400 squat. That's kind of been that's a big one too that you've been really chipping away. Yeah, at. and it's and it's good. Last night I proved to myself that I am not only back where I started, but eight pounds better did you double 350 was that no what? that was a single okay but that was eight pounds more than my all-time best um and bench man i just want to like i have so much work to do on my bench i don't even like talking about it yeah. i want to be probably like 250 every you know everybody's got one lift that's yeah you know and I'm that's the best one we've talked about this <clears throat> to be a little laggy on it's usually the lowest third of the three of your total, yeah. so it's not a bad one to be behind on. And if you could make up the difference on the total on the other two, that's ultimately what matters. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what's. I'm never gonna replace. I hate using absolutes, but I'm never gonna take. I think Mike White's fucking bench is like 341 or something. Is it raw for 165? Yeah, yeah that's you never insane. Know. You never know. That guy's. But I'll. But you know, I know that I'll have him on deadlifts. You know, or squat or whatever. Definitely. Like, I'll take those two. I think you already got them on those two. Mike, if you're listening, that's not... We're not throwing too much shade here. No, no. I love you, dude. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for that man. I do. He's he's. Uh, you, did he's you live with him for a while? Yeah, we lived together for a little bit. With, with Nick, too? Him and Nick, yep. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, those guys definitely, they... I think they influence me more than they realize, I think. Well, you were exposed to living with two jacked motherfuckers. Yeah, I remember I tried CrossFit for like a day and they were fucking making fun of me and shit. Like, why the hell are you doing that? And then I came home and I was just like, yep, yep, you were right. Fuck <laughs> CrossFit. Um, and actually, that's when I, Eli, the other guy, um, he taught me like what a deadlift was. And that's, uh, that's when I realized. And I remember like sweating my ass off, struggling so hard to get like 185 off the floor. But something about it just, I was like, I want to get better at this. And, like, I did. I just worked at it, you know. Kept pulling. Yeah. How did you pulling. actually, how did you find Dynamax? Chanted. Right. So I, I worked you with You were Chanted. working with him. Okay. Yeah. And he, I, I watched him go from, like, this skinny, you know, he's still goofy, but <laughs> I watched him go from, like, this skinny, goofy kid to, like, 
he went through a phase where he like idolized like Jay Cutler, yeah. and he's like, you know, big people should rule the world. Yes, I remember and, him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then he just started getting like stupid strong, and um, ta- you know, he, he's like me. Like he was, he was talking about it a lot more than I. I think he kind of keeps it to himself now, but. Uh, he just kept telling me, Noah, I think you would, I think you'd fit in great here. I think you'd really like these guys. I think you should come check it out. And I just was like, fine. You know, I, I, I knew that I needed something more in my life. Uh, that's and, been uh, two know, years now or one? One. One. Okay. Yeah. It was one year in August. Okay. I think August 14th or something like wow. that. Um, and so, yeah, then I showed up and was scrawny and I gotta say though like just just to reminisce for a minute here those <laughs> the first four months of Dynamax was like the best lift the, it was the most fun I ever had at the gym ever. it was fun we were PRing every week it was because we awesome. had we had the right equipment and we were actually getting coached by the right people and it was like for you you were discovering a strength you never knew you had right for me I was taking a strength that was really stuck somewhere and just like blown out of the water yeah I mean so you uh, Matt recently posted a picture, I mean a video, of somebody pulling 495 from some blocks, and it was the most weight he'd ever had in his hands. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. It was Tyler. So I think it was a month before I joined Dynamax. I did a 500 pound, 505 sumo block pull over at Fitness Factory, and that was the most weight I ever had in my hands at the time. Less than a month later, I'm pulling it for a double here, and it was like. I just every time, every night I get home, we tell my girlfriend, "Guess what? Yeah, pull five hundred pounds. Yeah, I did the That's same 315. thing. <laughs> it was, I just saw on my Facebook it was like the one year anniversary of me anniversary of me benching three fifteen for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I remember that. That was like one of the happiest moments of my yeah. whole fucking life. Yeah, I remember that video. It's as stupid as stupid as it's, it sounds. It's not stupid. It's the people you surround yourself with, man. Like, there's, there's people out there that don't have any moments like that. Right. They go to work and go home. Yeah. Right. It's mediocre, dude. Average, yeah. <laughs> it's I. It really is about who you surround yourself with and and people who push you. And I, for me, it was like I wasn't afraid of being a beginner. That is the best. I there was nothing in, better than being a beginner. No, I walked in here and I'm like, these dudes are fucking jacked. They're huge. They're so fucking strong. And I was like, but you know what? I'm. I am here right now for. Six months from now, when Matt Strong is going to come up to me and say, Hey, Noah, remember when? Remember when you came in here and you, like, failed a 180 bench for one? And now look at you, you know? Like, that's what I was living for. I already understood, like, this is um, an investment. And I was like, I'm going to fucking show these motherfuckers just who Noah Doe is. Fuck yeah. And it was, uh, that's what kept me coming is, like, I look at old videos of me, and I was like, oh, I'm so fucking tiny. Man. I know. I uh, I cringe at looking at my old videos, and I thought that I was kicking ass back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my forearm's all shaky, and, but that was the first step into something greater. And I'm sure one year from now, we're going to look at our videos from tonight or yesterday or whatever and be like, man, what the hell was I thinking? That's why I take them. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it, I realize that that is the ultimate benefit is to look a year Look back a year yeah. and see how far you've come. Or even a couple of months when I'm feeling crappy and I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting any stronger and I get all frustrated because maybe something isn't going as quickly as I wanted to. You know, I have something to look back on and be like, wow, I am making progress. Yeah. You know. So how do you, uh, how does Noah Doe feel today? Right now? Right now. I feel pretty good. I'm tired. <laughs> you train tomorrow? Yes, I'm maxing out on bench tomorrow. Tomorrow's a max effort bench yeah. day. What time are you going to be in? Uh, 7.30. 7.30. You going to have some video? Yeah. Okay. No matter what, honestly, like, even if it's only, you know, 2.10, hey. it's still going to put me just about right where I left off. I think 2.15 was my Yep. Where we you left Wasn't off previous to... 2.15, no spot, no handoff. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody was in here but me. <laughs> so sc- I remember watching the video and getting nervous. Yes, I. It was a do or die moment. I mean, it was like a. Tell me, you didn't have the clips on. I watched. No, I didn't. Okay. I watched the That's Eddie Hall do documentary. Is what it was, and I was yep. all, I was all pissy that day because it was like one of those days. Where I was getting down on myself. I was frustrated. I was like, dude, you're not. What are you even doing this for? You know, you're not getting any stronger. Um, 
because I'm definitely my biggest critic, and uh, I watched the Eddie Hall documentary, and I had already had you know a lot of respect for that guy, but I didn't realize how much of an underdog he really is compared to like his his competitors. Oh, yeah. He's a monster, who are, like compared to uh, so much more genetically gifted than him, and it just pumped me up, and yeah. I'm like. Fuck this! I'm going to Dynamax. <laughs> I mean, I live in Biddeford, and I drove here just to max out on bench. And no one's in here, and I just like, I think my best was 185 before that. I don't think you had broke 200. No, I hadn't. And so I got like 205 on the bar, and squeaked it out. And I was like, that's not good enough. So I put another 10 pounds on there, and just grinded and grinded and grinded 25 and second it. bench press yeah and that's like that's that uh, that's that endurance coming in handy because I can grind you know like a motherfucker um, so yeah I just I just it'll pay it, that'll pay off know? for you so much of it it's having that, G, that GPP what's that general physical performance. preparedness preparedness uh, <laughs> oh, you say performance yeah yeah close enough if so. I had opened my mouth, it would have sounded all right. It's a head thing. Man. I don't know which is right. It's preparedness. Preparedness? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It's West Side stuff. Oh, okay. That's how generally fit you are. Oh, okay. You know. Gotcha. For this sport. It's a head game. That's also what I like about it. I come in here and I'm just like... Oh, it's I'm big time head. I'm going to do it. I'm, it's already done. I remember That's saying right. that. At my, like 402, my first meet. Say it looking over at Devin and just going, it's already done, dude. It's already done. Now you just got to, this is just a memory of like going out there and doing it. I was like getting all freaking metaphysical on him. Did and, you beat uh, his bench? Did it, no, no. Devin? No yeah. way. Um, he had close to 300, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. But but I do have him on, well, I won't say that. I'll be nice. Uh, <laughs> Rattling so, the cage. So, oh, that's what I do. You know, I'm good at talking Stirring shit. Stirring the pot. Um, so yeah, it's like I always tell I tell Dorn, I tell Tony, like, get strong in your head. Get your get your head right, dude. I mean, I'm sure that I speak for the both of us when I say lifting weights did a ton for your self esteem. Oh, totally. Like I, I am a different per. I was a totally different person before I started lifting weights. Yeah. And now that I have the self esteem, I, you know, when you do the work and it comes time for that big lift, you don't you don't sweat it. No. You know that. Time to time to get to work. Right, yeah. I remember you saying that is like there's a task at hand. I was telling you about how I love deadlifting because I had a lot of anger when I came in here, man. I was just like going through a breakup. Um, I had a lot of fuel to burn. Oh yeah. And I deadlifted angry, and I think that's a huge part of why it shot right up for me. If you can hold hold that that technique, it, yeah. And so yeah, and that's I I do I kind of keep a little in the back pocket for you know when I'm ready to go. And I remember saying that to you, and you were like, all calm, and you're just like, I just look at it like there's a task at hand, and I got a job to do. And I'm just gonna go do it. And I was like, "Wow, that's like, <laughs> that's so calm." <laughs> I'm glad you remember saying me saying that because that's a badass quote. That, that is, <laughs> I think about it a lot. Actually, it's funny. Focus on the task at hand. I have, yep. And I was just like, "Well, that's." I'm glad. Obviously, that works for you, but it, it just isn't. You know, it doesn't always work for me. Do you see your two partners competing at any any point? You think? No, they're not. They're not. They're not super. You don't think you could get Tony to compete? I try. Really? I try. Maybe the Christmas meet. Oh, oh, uh, maybe the Christmas meet. Yeah, uh, I think I think Doran said he might check it out. Cool. I'd love it if he did. You know, I. It's just like you said, it's fun. I missed it last year. I want to check fun. it out too. I might. I might do it. You, you should. That, that would be nothing a good thing to lose. Treat it as a training day. Yeah. And do you it. Train through it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Treat that as a, just a heavy workout day. Really Have we not. ever talked about the Christmas meeting on the podcast? No, I just, I really like Christmas season, so I'm looking <laughs> forward to talking about it, but I figure it's a little early. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll yeah. save that for our next, because that is, that's an event you can't miss. No. That brings out some of uh, the OG Dynamax members. Yep. You might see some silk suits. You, you might see know. some elf outfits. We saw an elf outfit. You oh, never man. know. And you're definitely going to see some good lifting. And some we decent see. lifting. And... That ought to be a, a little mini goal for you. Yeah, yeah. I'll see where. Like a three lift workout. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did the last. I did my last. I did the last Christmas meet, no belt, and PR did. That's right. So what's um? But it can, does it count for the board? No. Oh. All right. No. Okay. There's no weigh-ins. Unless no you're one thirty-two. <laughs> 
No. Unless you want me to just Never take again. your word on your body weight. No. Okay. No. That's okay. Forget it. Next time. <laughs> I'll get it in spring. Yeah, get it in spring. I'm taking... I will... Come spring, I'm going to have four spots on my board. Maybe five with the, with the total together. Yeah, I'm already plotting on how I can take over... seven or so if I swing down to 181. Damn. I'm fine. Oh, you go. How much you weigh now? I'm 195. Oh, you might go down? That's a little teaser. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm excited for that. Uh, I know. It would be tied. I got some uh, tough competition over with uh, Julian. Julian. He's got a big pull. He's got a big pull. I mean, he's just getting stronger by the day. Is he doing anything coming up? Any meets? I think uh, he's he had a little Oh, he had an injury. That's right. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to go through for any more HIPAA violations. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, no, I've got one final question for you that I'm going to hold. Actually, I actually have two final questions for you that I'm going to hold on to for a second because <laughs> I wanted to hear this shout-out for the... Uh, oh, a little, I actually uh, it turned into three shout-outs. All right, let's hear it, Maddie. Let me just fix my glasses up a little bit. He's got fogged up goggles. Yep. Okay. We had a little problem with our Buffalo Bar. It's an excellent bar. You use it, I'm sure. Yep, I use it. I know you use it. I oh, yeah. love it. I got it from Iron Mine Enterprises, which is a, a pretty big company. and They're out of, I think, Northern California. And they have a magazine called Milo. So the shout-outs are to the magazine and the company. And this guy, Dr. Randall Strawson, he owns the company. Uh, there was a little issue with the bar. Nothing too serious. But, uh, you know, we just got it, I think, around a year ago. And I sent him a picture of it, and he called me personally yesterday. He called me again today, and he's everything's taken care of is all I want to say about that. So anybody looking for some bars and equipment along those lines, you got a lot of strongman stuff, a lot of specialty stuff. Check out Iron Mind Enterprises because they they treated me with complete respect over the last two days. The owner of the company. That really hit. I mean, that yeah. must have really hit home. Yeah, I mean, I, I know of the guy, and I don't. Uh, they're not. They're big into the overhead lifts and strongman. They're not crazy about powerlifting, and uh, of course, I don't think he knows what we do. But anyway, uh, I want to send out a thank you to them and and an endorsement to them. Absolutely. Okay? And uh, along the same lines, Elite Fitness, who everybody knows about. Elite FTS. Yeah, we got some new bars coming, folks. So. Uh, I was talking to them yesterday. Dave Tate, I'm sure everybody knows about. Oh, yeah. He gave me a break a long time ago. He sells those collars that I have. And he's still selling them. And he gave me a break with that many years ago. And he still he still buys them from me and still sells them. But anyway, um, I gotta, I'm getting some bars from him as well. And I want to give a shout-out to Lori and Ashley at Elite Fitness because they treated me really nicely yesterday. Really nice people. It's amazing how far good customer service goes. Yeah. yeah, because I think everybody might agree you don't get it at a lot of places. Oh, most so, people, you, you're a number. Or I don't know why. Commodity. But I, my, the stars must have been lined up yesterday, but uh, I think, I got I treated think it good. says a lot about the culture of powerlifting in yeah. general. It's a yeah. it's a small culture, and so folks, I guess is what I'm saying. Use those two companies, Elite Fitness and Iron Mind. They're they're good folks. Is Milo M Y L O? No, it's M I L O. M I L O. It's after that Milo. Uh, I think Milo Steinborn. Anybody heard of him? Nope. No. I, isn't that him on the Mr. Olympia trophy? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That that's a that's a good uh, <laughs> Jeopardy good question. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Milo. That's why they call it that. The the, the first strong man ever, or something. Mm -hmm. I might I might be mistaken, but I think that's where that comes from. And then. Um, I wanted to, maybe you want to just, can you mention this, Matt, for me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we are, our Dynamax has been constantly improving lately. And one of the things, if you walk into Dynamax, you will notice that there's often the board. We've mentioned this board, and that's yeah. what happens when you forget to pay. Um, <laughs> oh, the big board, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the other board. Yeah. The board you don't want to be the, on. Yeah. So now Dynamax um, has reoccurring monthly membership. So you can just simply, the same way that you sign up. Um, if you want to go essentially monthly, yeah, we're not looking for any commitment or contract. Like I think a lot of gyms make you do that. Oh, yeah, Planet Fitness. This is just an option. If you get a membership in Planet Fitness, I think you're, you, you spend more money to get out of it than you'd ever put into it. All right, so <laughs> right now, like Matt just said, we have a recurring membership option. If you want to go monthly... And we t we'll take it out of your debit or whatever your credit card. 
And if you want us to stop, you just tell us. There's it's, no it's one-year contract. It's simple. It makes life a little easier for us and actually for you, too. And no no fee if you want to. And again, uh, we not, don't do fees here, no. Dynamax is one of the only places, probably the only gym in Maine, where you can get a couple free workouts to see if you like the place. Because we don't, I mean, I, I'm sure I speak for you when I say, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. Right. You know? No. And we want to make sure you're training, whatever it yep. may be. We'll help fits. you. We'll get you going. Um. So come give it a shot. Yeah, the free the free week is still out there. Anybody wants to try the place. Yep. So, and then beyond that, if you want to not worry about a monthly me putting you on the big board as for a month, we have this new recurring membership. Can you do um, yearly memberships through here? You yeah. If all you do is check off, take out twelve payments. Okay. If you want me to take out three, I like to get three minimum. Yeah. If you want me to take out three, I'll take out three, and you will stop it. But there's no commitment here on that gotcha just an option we still have all our other memberships this is still six months we have we still have a month if you just want to pay me for a month pay me we have three months six months and a year whatever you want to do yep so again you can find that right on the website it's on the website everything's there and uh, we won't go into it but there's a way to get 24 7 access to the place as well if you're interested in that sign up and we'll tell you come see us yep (laughs) um yeah, lots of good stuff happening over on that Dynamax website. Don't forget to check that out. The uh, the gear is looking great. I've seen quite a few people. Yeah. Seems like the camo shirt has been right. real popular. Camo shirt, I yeah, guess, is going. The, I guess the shout out goes to uh, Brian Harris. Brian Harris, once again. Yeah. Uh, we don't have his phone number here, but he is free, he is doing freelance websites. Yep, help your web gains. We'll have his we'll have his <laughs> phone number next week for you. Yeah, we'll uh, I'll include it in the uh, the body of the uh, description for this. He's just been super helpful. He's, I, I mean, if you've seen our website, you know. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. It functions better. It functions. It, it functions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noah. So I've got two questions left the, for you. You I probably didn't get warned about this. No, I didn't get warned about any of this. Have you listened to these podcasts? You could say no. No. That's fine. Do you listen to any podcasts? I do. I listen to uh, some of Mark Bell's stuff. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and a, a couple of... I guess I, I've listened to him the most... Jim McD, who's the producer of the uh, Mark Bell's podcast, has been a big has helped us with this. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. I, I've reached out to him directly, and he's given me plenty of tips. Nice. And been I super didn't know open. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's awesome. Good for them. Um, so what I wanted to ask the first one's easy. Okay. You're carrying around this glass bottle of apple cider <laughs> vinegar. Right now, it's just got water in it, or yeah. so, or so it appears. What is the concoction that you drink? Because you drink it like every single day. I like day. known for this, I guess, huh? You are. Um, and I know I've asked you several times. Everyone, of course, I forget. <laughs> Everyone's is that apple cider vinegar? No, it's just, okay, so it's in an apple cider vinegar bottle because I don't like using plastic from a plastic bottle for my water bottles. And I drink so much of this shit that I just, I have bottles laying around. What is in it is usually about... Three, four tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. I make I make it kind of strong for myself. Uh, two tablespoons of raw local unfiltered honey. A uh, tablespoon of lemon juice, and just like a dash of cinnamon. And that's during your workout. That's during my workout. Sometimes I'll make it. I'll mix it into like a half gallon container, and I'll drink it through the whole day at work. Is the cinnamon for blood sugar control? I just like the way it tastes. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, I mean, they're using cinnamon I mean, for that. Yeah, I so. mean, it's it's just it has all of those ingredients have benefits on their own. I mean, apple cider vinegar. Like when I have people ask me about anything, as people know, I'm like a certified holistic health coach. Mm-hmm. That I'm just I'm into that type of stuff. I pretty much always tell them drink some apple cider vinegar. Um, Can't hurt. No. You know, Brian Harris actually was telling me that he's been doing that. Okay. And that it's uh, it's been helping him quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I I recommended it to like to my meme because she had really bad heartburn, and it helps balance your pH. It's really, definitely counterintuitive yeah. because when you take a shot of that stuff, it burns. Uh, yeah. It well, yeah. You don't. I always tell people like you don't need to take it in a shot. I, like six to eight ounces of warm water, uh, with a tablespoon in it with some honey usually helps it go down. Honey's good for you anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think she had to take like antacids every single day before she went to bed because she was so bad like Nexium that shit's so bad for you not very good and so I said give me three weeks drink this every day twice a day you won't have to take this anymore a month goes by and she goes it's been 
it's been a week now. I didn't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx myself, but I haven't had to take this medication anymore because she's off of your concoction. Yes. Sounds like we got to get that marketed. So fuck <laughs> Yeah. What are we going to call it? Drink some apple cider vinegar. Noah dough juice. We can, yeah, we'll do it up. The Seriously. belt and the silt. We'll call it the silt. <laughs> Noah sauce. Yeah. Um, so this last question is something that I ask everybody. I've had, I've had people do uh, two, but I want to ask you for one because I think we kind of touched on this a little bit. But what is one thing that you've learned in the last two years that you think everybody should know? Uh, He's tough. Yeah, man, I wasn't uh, ready for that one. I think, uh, can it be? Be anything you want. So, dedication over motivation is oh. like my slogan for anything I want to be successful at. Um, dedication over motivation. Over mo- like, when I'm a trainer, these get better be, every week. That's going to be my slogan for like the program that I am hoping to put into place with my education um, which is like a whole different that's like a whole nother freaking thing but it, I am a motivated person most of the time like you see when I'm motivated to do this I'll run through a fucking brick, brick wall. wall hell yeah like, I'll run through three of them especially if you tell me I can't but you know I also you know suffer like I said earlier like some from, from some depression and um, I'm not always motivated, so my ass better be dedicated, because wow. you're not gonna get anywhere, it just just floating on motivation all the time. Who the fuck is motivated all the time? It seems like each week the last one tops the one. Week, doesn't it? <laughs> like no one's right? motivated Absolutely. all the time, dude. So you you suit up and you show up anyway, and like when I do that, I have the best workouts. It's usually the days that suck the most that have the best work. Yeah, when I'm like, oh, I do not want to go. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I my back hurts. You know, yesterday I went to work late yesterday because I had to take some extra time to get out of bed in the morning because my back hurts so freaking bad. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit on a heating pad for an hour and you know take some leave, which I hate doing. But I still showed up here and I fucking maxed out and I got a PR. You know what I mean? And that's just. That's that's where that comes from is I can't rely on motivation. So I need to be dedicated. There's a podcaster that I listen to, Jocko Willink. He's a super badass Navy SEAL, black belt, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Used to choke out 20 Navy SEALs a day. (laughs) It's the war story, apparently. But he has a slogan that says, discipline equals freedom. And I think that that that. kind of hits home. Yeah. Cause you're right. You're never going to be motivated all the time, but oh. once you got that work ethic instilled inside of you, you don't miss. Dude, you don't miss the you're workout. Just going to be on autopilot, and that's okay. Not every workout, you know, the clouds are going to open up and the sun's going to shine down on your ass, and you're going to, you know, feel like the Hulk. But not every day. But I don't want to look back in a year of making, you know, minimum gains, just squeaking by, still being in the same weight class, like you know not getting on the board and being able to count on my fingers and toes all the all the workouts that I missed and it's like it might not seem like much for one day or you know whatever but that shit adds up and so like when you can look back and say I still showed up and that that's why you know I'm on that board damn right yeah well Noah it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. I really appreciate you coming up. Yeah, I owe you Thank a kombucha you. or a chocolate milk. I appreciate everything. Uh, chocolate milk could be fine. Whichever you're... I appreciate uh, everything you're doing here. Yeah. So I, I think everyone here appreciates your presence. So I love it here, man. This is my second home. Seriously. Damn right. All right. The meet. 11th and 12th of November. I think it's about eight weeks out. Stay strong. Stay healthy, everybody. Keep moving. Keep lifting weights. Come by. Try a free week if you want to get stronger. If you're uh, if you're if you work out if you don't work out at Dynamax and you're thinking about doing the meet, come and learn how to use the monolift at the very least. Right here, you will yeah. gain a lot on your squat by not having to walk Try out. Try a squat workout here. You might stay here. That's right. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. We are growing popularity by the week, uh, making it possible to do what we want to do. So thank you, the listener, for staying tuned. Our thoughts and prayers to Las Vegas. Our yes. We got a, everyone out there, stay strong. We got a special guest next week. We'll go into it then. 
Yep. And then after that, we've got a bunch. We got we got podcasts lined up, and we got some big announcements coming up, and some badass guests. Yeah. So stay tuned and uh, stay strong. Good night, everyone. Yeah.